0: AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and Bing.com, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Princesses Long Island After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show, it's Afterbuzz TV's Princess I don't Long Island. Giving, giving
1: someone the time. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It's the finale party
2: What's up, Bing is for doing And welcome to the AfterBuzz TV after show For Princesses of Long Island This is episode 10, the finale It's finito, done I'm your host, Jake Dupree Along with my beautiful co-host, Princesses themselves Here we go
1: I'm Princess Fania Thomas. <laughs> and I'm Princess Cassidy Guard. And
2: unfortunately, Miss Christina Zias is off polishing her Jamaican princess crown on the beaches of Jamaica so she can deal with that. Ooh, be jealous. That. She hashtag better be getting her cornrows
1: done right now. That is the thing to do in Jamaica. <laughs> what does that mean? Like going topless? No, no you get your like her braided done. hair. Oh, yes, cornrows. I thought you said corners. It better be on Instagram by tonight. Mm. I want to see some cornered hair, Christina. Sexual.
2: <gasps> All right, so here we go. We're just going to start off talking about the entire damn episode. So here we go. Miss Chanel is freaking out because <sighs> she cannot find Ashley, and the people at the winery, luckily, called her a car service to come pick her little ass up and find Ashley. Turns out she can't find Ashley, <laughs> and we don't know what happened to her.
3: It's like playing Where's Waldo for a th- oh wait I'm getting a message hold on okay how's this huh?
2: other way oh, <laughs> <one.
3: Okay. laughs>
1: baby come, come, one come on to me,
3: to me. Is that technical right? difficulties
2: <laughs> bum, bum, and bum. we're
3: back anyway. so it's like playing Where's Waldo for a thirty year old I don't
1: get it I don't get it like and how does
2: a thirty year old get lost that's right I, I, that's what I need to know
1: they don't. <laughs> And that don't. was not a car service. That was a minivan from production. Car services don't look yeah, like that. Car and normally they want to sound fancy. Princesses don't hitchhike. Like, yes, you call a cab. You get you your white
2: an- horse. <laughs> I don't go. believe that she <laughs> hitchhiked.
1: I just don't believe that she got in a car with a stranger. I just don't believe it.
2: Yeah, I mean, I honestly don't think that she hitchhiked either. No, I to think to get that to the was, hospital. I think that, was and cool. she's in Montauk too. It's extremely, extremely <laughs> nice part of the Hamptons. So, like, kiss it, okay? <laughs> and. Ashley, we find out that Ashley did, does have, had, she had a bad medical condition last year, and Chanel is worried about that. So that's, I mean, that's a genuine concern, because you don't know what's going to happen. Like that, you never know, someone could, I mean, she could be passed out somewhere. Right, that's major. So So
3: the condition, she had a stroke. Yes. So
2: We find out later.
3: Right. So maybe Coco was somewhat relevant of thinking like, oh my gosh, what happened? Because maybe she could have had a stroke while walking down the summer you know, the lane in the summer, heat in her heels. You never know. It does so. get hot
2: in New York, so... In the summers.
1: Yeah. Something that really bothered me, though, is that Chanel finally had to get a message from Ashley's family. I mean, a, a panic attack, yes, I'm sure it's very intense, but it's not like your phone stops working. Like, Ashley you could have reached text. out to Chanel and not made her sit in yeah. confusion for hours on end.
2: I mean, at a certain point, even if you... Because you don't, your mind technically wouldn't go to someplace super bad if you wouldn't hear from your friend, but after a while, you start panicking and be like, oh my god, something really didn't happen. Yeah. And she didn't even have the decency to text her, so what is that? Does that qualify you as a good friend for not even letting your friend, who is trying to vehemently find you, like, that's, that's not a good friend to well, me, so actually, check yourself. Because
3: she was in the back of a stranger's car. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Hopefully not ending up on a milk carton. That was the whole thing. Lord Jesus. I can't. Okay, so then we end with that. We cut to Amanda, Erica, and Joey having fun in Greenport, New York, on The Hat Trick her dad's boat mm-hmm. Roger Roger mm-hmm. what's up Roger I like him
1: yeah me too
2: and then I like what Amanda said she was like I love this boat and Jeff you need to learn a lesson if you like it you put should have put a yacht on it baby <laughs> she is the, so quirky mm-mm. and I
1: love that she was just owns it she's like put a yacht on it yes she's these three girls her.
2: these are the people that I want to watch like their reality show gold for me I thought Ashley was going to be that for <laughs> me because she did the first few episodes Ashley did give a good moment um she did give a good princess moment reality show moment but these three other girls were amazing amazing Think,
3: well I have to make, to make note of Ratchet Erica made an appearance tonight
2: uh huh While yes, they she were, did while
3: your three amazing girls were having a little <laughs> chit chat and what did she say again I'll take your man yeah so I'm sorry, but I don't trust her.
2: She knows. I mean, she knows what she's doing, and she knows what she's bringing to the table as well. Yeah. At least she's oh. honest about it, though.
3: But see, that's the thing. Low key, she was like a couple episodes back. She was like, "Oh no, you know, I'm." I'm, so, I'm so,
2: <laughs> I would never. I would never do that to a girl.
3: People don't understand. They don't see the real me. Um, hi, get a little cocktail in her and her, the truth serum. Mm-hmm. Hmm. She starts to spill in it. Ratchet Erica made an appearance tonight. And I just wish she would own that. Like, yeah, I'll take your man. You know, that's me.
2: Yeah. A question came up for me while we're watching this. Erica said that Ashley's had a vendetta against Joey since the beginning. I just need to know do you two know what this vendetta is caused by? Like, why, why, are the, why do they hate poor. each other so much? Because she's poor?
1: That's all. I think that she is, Ashley is just really judgmental and she thinks everyone's jealous of her that might not come from the same neighborhood but she's always had this obsession with like, girls being like taller or good bodies or blonde and like Joey is you know a glamazon tall gorgeous lady she's a as is body. Ashley as is Ashley mm-hmm. but Ashley finds little ways to dig at Joey that Joey can't help where she comes from you know her money situation so
2: do you think it's pure insecurity on Ashley's part
1: I think it's the one thing that she has, money from her father, that Joey does not have. And it's the only way to feel superior.
2: Well, I mean, I don't think that Joey comes from poverty at all. Her dad owns a boat. There's tarps
1: on her porch, as Ashley said. Tarps are the... You know what tarps are? Yeah, that was Ashley
2: quote. <laughs> Plastic, yes. Do you know it's what a tarp is? like simple is.
1: life. What is a Walmart? Yeah. No, I mean that's she just found the most random things to complain about. The tarps on the porch. So that I guess makes her as poverty stricken as Ashley says. I just,
2: I, I just don't know if their fight is pro- is if it's genuine or if it's producer driven. Because sometimes I'm like, where is it coming from that, that they right. just don't like each other?
3: I, I do feel like, like why? I agree with you. And I feel like last week's episode should have happened in like week three. It finally gets turned up. There's finally some drama. And here we are. Like now it's over. Uh-huh. I think maybe if they had pushed that forward,
2: maybe there'll be a season two. But, but since they they obviously had nothing else to work with. And they have to extend all this stuff well, out. Well, I think yeah. that they
1: tried to start it with Casey and Erica. And then that didn't work that that out. Because out, Casey never shows
2: up on the show. Right. Like, where are you? Like, She's where are you? She's got to work. I guess work it, but she's also getting paid for this show. So right. show up to so both she's your jobs, hustling. I guess.
3: I mean, but and I like, I I like Casey. After Ashley, she's my second fit because she stays out of it, and purely because she's
1: not there, so it's easy for but her. But why be to stay on the show it?
2: though if you're going to stay out of it?
1: Uh, paycheck. <laughs> I mean, we all were, I cannot speak for everybody, but I was very baffled when somebody asked about her relationship status, and Miss Ashley wanted to keep her private life private while she's on a rehab. I mean, Casey. I okay. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm getting them those two confused now. Same difference. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oops.
2: Boop shady. Um... And then we see, of course, Chanel finally got in touch with Ashley's parents, and Ashley was in the hospital, and she had an oxygen mask on, and it just freaked Chanel out, and she was falling apart, w- looking at her friend, thinking that she was going to lose her. And I'm I, like, okay,
3: why couldn't Coco go into the house? One, I have so many questions. I have a list of questions <laughs> that I... Someone I hope there's a reunion show. And my second question is: Where was Coco's drink hanky with her iced coffee when she was walking the block? Did you guys notice that? Oh, yeah. Did anybody else peep that napkin that was
1: around her iced mm-hmm. coffee? Very good night? observation. I'm just saying of her Dunkin' Donuts cup.
2: Oh yeah, she was at the party, so she has a free drink hanky. I'm sure Funny somewhere. Funny Mm-hmm. Funny. Mm. <laughs> I something also that came up to me while they were on the boat. Amanda said that. Joey, they were going back and forth being like Joey didn't put Ashley in the hospital. And I was like, no. No, Joey didn't put her in the hospital. Like, she let herself get, she let her emotions get the best of her and freaked out.
1: <laughs> can we quote Erica, though? She said something along the lines of God was punishing Ashley for being mm-hmm. mean to her. Is that, was that what you heard? Was? Right, You heard I right. I heard right? Okay, because yeah. I was a
3: little confused and there. And I can only assume that it's because she has first-hand knowledge because... <clears throat> Uh, episode two, three, four. Five, six. She was tacky <laughs> with a T.
2: Mm-hmm. Maybe Science-y. God was
3: punishing her when she was going through all of her emotional drama. You know, medic self medicating and you know drinking too much. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So maybe she's speaking from experience.
2: Maybe. Maybe. Mm-hmm. One of the major highlights of this episode was when Casey decides to grace her presence with Amanda. <laughs> I can't.
1: She couldn't either. She couldn't she either. She really left couldn't. And right. yeah. I have to say, I was so annoyed at that scene. In the middle of watching it, I whipped out my cell phone and I tweeted at Casey because I was really annoyed. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I got a direct message back.
2: Uh-huh. And...
1: Uh, <laughs> Why'd you tweet? <laughs> I tweeted, what's with calling out you don't take sides like you're in high school, but then you're saying that you're on Ashley's side. I'm a little confused. I just wanted some clarity in that situation. What'd she say back? She said, "Which I do, Casey. I do appreciate you replying back and addressing my comments." But she said the token reality queen line. The scene was cut. What do you guys think about that? I think
3: Casey could be my homegirl any, any day. She's a ride or die chick. She can be the Thelma to my Louise. I hey. do, I will say that okay. is commendable. She got, she got that her is her really commendable. Back, like like she said, yeah. and she owns it. So every girl wants a homegirl like that in their back pocket who will. <laughs> go for bat for you, even when you're wrong.
2: Even when you're wrong, because <laughs> we are definitely in the wrong, Miss Ashley. I'm sorry. And I love you. I really do like and I think that she could be really cool, like, hanging out in real life. And I think editing probably doesn't make do well for her at all. And I say editing, like, that's her real life. Like, they didn't have to edit much of anything. Oops. Um, so, Casey told... Um, Casey said in her little confessional moment that... Amanda, how Amanda handled herself was disgusting and that she wasn't being a good friend to Ashley. But the thing is, they didn't even know that Ashley was in the hospital until they were on the boat. So is there something that we're not seeing?
1: That I think they're like- Ashley lied. She said things that weren't true to Casey to exaggerate the situation, to make herself seem innocent. Oh. And that's exactly what happened. I, mean, I
2: guarantee you that's what happened. We
1: all tell our stories I mean, to make us be in the best light. Yeah. I mean,
2: that's true. That's That's true for everybody. So that's yeah. a good thing to look at. But I don't know. It was just like, Casey, I'm like, you're never involved with these girls. And you don't necessarily know them very well. Then why... Exactly, why did she use so many sides and well, be so strict about that if side? If it's all about
1: the sides, at the end of the day, Casey does have to realize that she looked like she didn't know the situation. She looked silly, so the exaggerations from Ashley did not put Casey in a good light. And, uh, not at all. I don't know about the writer Dalmatier Louise, but if someone's <laughs> going to look like a fool because of someone else's a good friend, exaggeration. <laughs> she, can, and she can borrow my Manolos any day. Mm. Okay.
2: (laughs) Not mine. She can't borrow mine. (laughs) We can go for a drink and hang out. How about that? So Chanel comes to visit Ashley at her house, and then we see the no-drink hanky walking around the block, and Chanel puts this idea together that they have Toshleek, which is uh, a purging of the new year where you let go of old things and try to ask for forgiveness for the things that you've done. And I think that's great that they all get together. and. This is really convenient that this show is planned around all these Jewish holidays. Like that's amazing.
1: I think that's a, great. It's a learning curve. For yeah, there's like a lot me. of Jewish holidays.
2: <laughs> I mean, it seems like it. I'm very shocked. I've never heard of Tashlik, but I like it.
1: I love it. With that. I love the conversation though. It was like. Not the New York City moment of walking around the block with your iced coffees. They were in the suburbs of Long Island, just walking around. Like walking I wanted the to block. see like some kids skateboarding <laughs> or little tricycles. Like they look like some <laughs> suburban housewives taking a stroll. Heel, the kids are not
2: Which I appreciate. <laughs> Always in a pump. Always in a pump. I like that. I. Right. This is one line that Ashley just really. I was like, okay. And we all kind of were like, ooh, like cringing Cringing. a little bit. Ashley said that she refused to apologize to the girls. She said they chose to make me as helpless as a person can be by leaving me alone in the woods.
1: Well, can I just say that I remember the moment in which she's on the patio and the girls all walk back towards the building. And somebody went scurrying along inside, literally running away from them. So at that moment, what are they supposed to do? Chase after her and call yeah. her like she a She didn't want baby? to be around them. Yeah, and, then, and then, she, then but she when she talks about it going back, it's like she got abandoned.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, and I do. What do you think about them leaving to go to uh, Joe to um, Erica's? Dad's boat. Like, do you think? Do you think they should have left, or do you think they should have waited for the other two girls to just come along? I
3: think it was appropriate for them to go on ahead because the dad did plan it, and it seemed as if though some money had already been spent. Mm -hmm. So, and and even waiting for two hours supposedly. Yeah, she had yet to be in the hospital yet, so carry on.
2: Yeah, I say I, I don't fault them for that. And they didn't no. know anything was wrong. They thought that Ashley just didn't want to be with them. They thought that she was
1: go, trying to go home. contradicts herself because later she said, you know, I don't have negative people in my life and I choose to remove them. But then she wants them to stick around and have her back. It's mm-hmm. like, well, which one is it? Pick one.
2: Yeah. And then we go onto the Lover's Lane, and we see Amanda and Jeff on the Long Island Railroad, which I thought was so cute. And Amanda says that stepping on this train is really, feels really special and oh cute. My gosh. Okay, Miss Vanilla, I see a little face, so let's go. <laughs>
3: I threw up so many times uh-huh. my mouth during this scene. I did not. Go ahead. Okay, first of all, we have to address, like I I think he has a deviated septum. Because what is with the nasally <laughs> voice?
2: I think that's just a Long Island thing. I think that's a, Eastern thing is to put all the placement there in your head.
1: Yeah. Okay. That's like but he nerd had me the, talking he about He had boys. the AB visor on with her really? initials. Is this a proposal?
3: A proposal? This is a proposal. This is a proposal.
2: This is a promise.
3: We accept
1: a- my commitment.
2: My commitment. Yeah.
3: My commitment. Like all are that you re- all me?
2: that repetition. I was like, what is this? He Just was spit nervous. it out. Nervous. Was, it was a gazy engagement, and he knew
1: it. He was nervous. We don't
2: do
3: promise rings at thirty. I'm sorry. We don't.
2: But she's not 30, and she's 27. So... He is. We close. don't do promise rings. Like
3: post twenty five, okay, and you've been dating. That's true. And you've been looking like.
2: And, and we're not under Christian college in like Mississippi, well, so there's no promise uh, ring. Uh, I think a promise ring is basically like a condom, saying I'm not. I'm going to wait to have sex with you. I really want to have sex with you, and I'm going to promise you that I'm, we're going to get married so we can have sex. That's what that is. Bye, exactly. Mississippi. Can
1: I play devil's advocate here? <laughs> because Amanda said it as if he wanted to wait to do the official proposal until Babs was on board. I do. And This was a respectful way for him to say although my future mother-in-law is a little hesitant, mm-hmm. he said, it's me, it's you for life, baby. And I was like, I was going to start crying. I just love that. That's really sweet. I, li-
2: I, do oh, li- exactly. I do enjoy that. I think that that's really sweet that he would acknowledge her mom because he knows that she's not yeah. super on board with her getting just married her baby. away.
3: Baby, I was reading Amanda. between the lines. Uh-uh. Not going to happen, boo. You can give an engagement ring and be engaged for two, three, four years. However long it's you want to like be. It's not he doesn't was- have the ring. He's
1: getting it from Gale. He's going to reset oh. that stone from Gail, I'm sure. Mm-mm.
3: but notice Amanda said that after her like she was taken aback.
2: Yeah. She was taken aback I think she was shocked too. that it was a, a, a promise commitment ring. ring or whatever.
3: I mean, but yeah, we I do she was do a little that. relieved though. There's no purity going on in this relationship, so there's no need for a promise ring. No. They've already did the deed. Yeah.
1: No, but they they both are living with their parents. They've had no time together to he wake up He was with his parents. Yeah, they both live with their parents. They need the promise ring to move in together. (laughs) He's saving up for their life by saving money living with the parents. I think that's (gasps) nice. I've just really gotten on board with these two, I I, have to say. You know, and
2: I love them too. I love them so much. And I think this is really sweet that they're doing this. It is really sweet. I could see, I hope (laughs) that there's a future for the two of them on reality TV outside of this show. Because I don't know if the show will be back Mm. for season two. No, I don't see
3: spinoff in their future
2: you don't. Maybe oh my if you had given her a
3: real ring, there could be like
1: the wedding special. Mm-hmm. But there's no there is no promise ring special. Well, I yeah, tweeted no. a little. I was trying to hint, hint to them because I thought of Bethany Ever After where they had mm-hmm. baby engagement oh, yeah, and then yeah. show. I was basically trying to tell Amanda. I, I did a little emoji con, a little baby plus the baby. ring equals spinoff show. <laughs> And I think they got the hint. Yeah,
2: her mom's probably like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I know. No. I
1: got tweets, don't give Babs a heart attack. Yeah. It's like, who doesn't want a cute little grandbaby?
2: I mean, it'd be really cute to see the two of them live happily ever after.
1: And with the little baby mm-hmm. Bjorn and then the little visor for the baby with their initials. And, like I, a,
2: and a bottle drink hanky. That'd be really oh, cute. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. it cute. But, but I just want over. him to come
3: with the ring first. Like, yeah. Well, it's not all about rings. the materialistic things. It could be an engagement ring made out of this piece of paper but an engagement just to ring just be like
2: will you marry me exactly i
3: think there were rocks on that ring
2: yeah for sure
3: i'm not speaking materialistically i'm speaking uh, purely of an engagement
2: what the question was yeah not a yeah.
3: commitment okay and yeah. i mean if you have to keep saying proposal 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 <laughs>
2: it's not a proposal so we finally get to the pinnacle of the entire episode where they all come to the park to have their tashleek <gasps> oh <my God>. ceremony <laughs> and Amanda gets there first and she says that she hasn't seen any of the girls since the vin- since the vineyard only mm-hmm. Casey who I'm like you don't even have to see her like that's all that matters it's just like wind blowing through the trees oh, Um shame Erica and Amanda show up and the Tosh League ceremony is about asking for forgiveness and so they all and then eventually Casey and Ashley show up and I didn't think I didn't know if Ashley was going to show up I mean I knew that her contract probably said you have to show up but I liked this dispense coming up to it though I'm glad she did
1: Oh, of course she was going
3: to show up. Yeah. What is she going to do at home? There's nothing to do there. I mean, I would have showed up for the crying circle, too. Yeah. You know,
1: get some emotions this out. Was, this is a really depressing reality show, I have to say. Does
2: this... I I don't know. I need to do research about this particular holiday. Does this always involve bread being thrown into water? And tears. And tears. And backhanded apologies, because that's what was going around. There was a lot of backhandedness going on. Yeah. I
1: think probably tears always. Anytime you're in a circle being vulnerable, talking about everything you've done wrong, it's going to be kind of a sensitive place.
2: One one of the girls who really, I think, has been like lost in the mix a little bit of the last few episodes is Chanel. And it makes Aww. me sad to see her cry so much, because yeah. I think she genuinely does care about these girls and about them getting along, and I think it's really interesting that she... Got so emotional and really tries her hardest to make them all get along.
1: Do I totally break girl code if I say, like, just try a little less, like, care a little less? That is, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you have to have your girlfriends, but there's a point where, like, that intense need to have a group of girlfriends, keep everyone together, keep the peace all the time is so stressful. Like, channel that towards going out and meeting people, mingling, like, meeting a boy. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it would help her be more like not to compare, but like Amanda, like she has a man, she's able to balance both. She has her girls. Like Chanel, all of that like loving sensitivity and like kind heartedness, if she could put that towards like something growing in a relationship, I think it would be really beautiful. Something Chanel. more positive,
2: I think. Yeah. 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 And I, I really think I don't, I, there's no doubt in my mind that Chanel is going to actually find someone who really, really likes her because oh, she has totally such agree. a big heart and yeah, she's totally. cute and she's fun and vibrant and I just can't wait to see like what would come for her.
3: Absolutely. I think she has a role and it is to be the mediator. Like, you know, you're explaining how Amanda's role is. That's Amanda's role. There can't be two Amandas. Mm-mm. Right. So I think that that's her role and that's how she plays it and it's genuine for her. She's yeah. not being fake. So genuine. It's just that she wants everybody to get along which yeah. doesn't happen. And
2: so drive herself right into the ground wanting everyone to do that yeah she just needs to play her own game exactly and do her own thing and channel that energy into something else so we get to the apologies <laughs> and erica oh. and erica apologizes to ashley and casey and i liked what she said to casey i thought that was really nice that she acknowledged what she had done and she was like i'm, I'm sorry that we didn't address it sooner and Casey acknowledges that, too, in her apology. But I thought—I don't know. I thought Erica, for once, showed a really mature side to herself when she was apologizing.
1: Erica just impressed me this whole episode. She was a class act <laughs> all the way with her high-waisted trousers at the office, her, her beautiful chiffon, long... I loved the How green eyeshadow. I don't know if you're being sarcastic. Yeah. But Erica <laughs> yeah. is grown into a Sophisticated. I don't know if that's the right. Are word. you being sarcastic? No, <laughs> I'm gonna say she's grown a lot. I think by the finale, she. I mean this this outfit, her way that she was pulled together, her words were clear. She was really she expressing almost, herself. She
2: almost seemed like one of the sane ones. I on was the show. very yeah. proud of her. Like she wasn't medicated. Yeah.
1: So did would you? How would you feel if she stole your boyfriend? I mean, I just don't think that my boyfriend would go for that type. We're very different types. Oh, yeah. I am. Very innocent girl next door. And she is a wild seductress. We are two different entities. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. So then we see, of course, Amanda apologizing. And I just feel like there's nothing that Amanda has to apologize for. Like, I don't think that she was a bad friend. I think that she totally stood agree. up for Joey and the fact that Ashley attacked Joey for her parents I'm like don't bring up people's parents I mean they shouldn't have brought up looks Joey shouldn't have brought up looks in the first right. place but someone's parents like that's a big deal and that's a deep wound to cause too because that's such a deeper issue with a lot of people or parents so I, I don't know I just think that Amanda was sticking up for the right person
1: I agree absolutely and I do
2: and I understand what, you're, what you are what said about Casey like even if someone's your friend is wrong mm-hmm. you're standing up for them but at what point does that make you look like a fool for standing up for them too and not being honest with them But case Casey didn't know the whole story that's what drives me crazy she doesn't know the full spectrum of what happened so she can't make an educated decision about standing right. up for and Ashley and she's not yeah. she made,
3: she made yeah. that very clear she honestly doesn't really care No, she's going to stand by her friend no matter what so she, therefore she doesn't care if she looks like a fool but sometimes you're a better friend to tell someone when they're wrong
2: exactly I think that's an adult friend to tell them when they're wrong
3: I agree. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. she did. We didn't see it. But here's my thing. If you're going to throw bows, be prepared for when they come back to you. Yeah. If you're going to hit below the belt, be prepared to get hit below the belt. Exactly. So once you start name-calling,
2: it's fair game. That is true. I will say that. I mean, it don't makes be
3: mad if someone hits you harder.
2: Yeah. I mean, <laughs> I don't think that's the right thing to do, possibly, to swing – if you're if someone hits you low, hit them low back. No. Like, be the bigger person. But that's not usually how it works in life. Like, if someone no. hits you low, you're probably going to hit them low, too. So, I mean, that's not what I would away. do. Yeah. I mean, there's
3: no point. <laughs> I've done it. And
2: we awesome. all have. We I mean, all have.
3: <laughs> there's no saints in here. <laughs>
2: no. What did you think uh, about Casey apologizing to Erica and Amanda? Saying that she didn't give them a fair chance.
3: I think that was very adult of her. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, recognize that. I yeah. wish
2: well, I wish I would have seen this girl the whole time. And then whenever she threw her bread, she said that she wished she would have let her guard down more. And mm-hmm. I was like, I—that's my whole wish for you this whole season. That just drives me crazy right. that she wasted this whole season being like all buttoned up. But and- then she
1: came on our show like six months later after and didn't let her guard down. I remember when right when she said it, I was like, yeah, but you came on and I really we appreciate you coming on, but we didn't get anything like out of her that was
3: yeah. her well, showing was, it something. It was pretty
1: early. Wasn't that like episode two
3: or three?
2: Yeah, episode two. Yeah, think, yeah.
3: We didn't have much to...
2: Go on. Now, now I have
3: it. a list of questions. Ha! Huh. I want to know where was Amanda and Joey for the wedding? Mm-hmm. Why weren't they invited... And Erica. Why weren't they invited to Coco's oh, to sister's Coco. wedding? Yes. Is but there going to be a reunion show?
2: Oh, go ahead. I don't think there's going to be a reunion show. They that I, All yeah. we is that
1: it? get Is the crying circle? Mm-hmm. I...
2: I'm pretty sure. Yeah,
1: Yeah. that's too bad. It ended with the freeze frame of Chanel in the air. That was so 80s. (laughs) Babysitter's Club. 80s, So cheesy with that music.
3: With like the Jesus
2: light, like huh? I mean, not Jesus God. Excuse me. (laughs) Jewish. Sorry.
3: (laughs) Okay. What did Joey's mom say about her? That was so.
2: I just think that they have a hurtful. I just think that they have a bad relationship.
3: I want to know what she said because if it's anything like her dad, oh my God, my heart goes out to that girl. But Seriously, they, her dad they, is mean. Man. I don't think
2: that they're married, though. I think that they might be divorced. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm Because just, her I'm new just, mom,
3: or her stepmom she was saying, isn't very fond of her being at the house either. Yes. And so, doesn't he have like a new family? Yeah. I think mm-hmm. she was yeah. younger. Siblings. And then I want to know, why was Bravo hating so hard on us and the girls calling
2: in? I don't know. I don't know. I've got I'd, lots of questions. I've heard, I mean, I don't know why they don't want them to do press. Because there's been other shows and have said, they've said offensive things. Right. And they still, you know, allow them to do interviews. So I don't know what they're, I don't know if it's because they're not allowing them for another season. or Maybe
1: they just didn't see the point in promoting them on something that they know that they're not going to spend time or money to do an- another season. But I mean, they very didn't true. have to do anything. Like, all the girls had to do was call in. Like, why is Bravo PR saying,
3: no, no. don't call in? I have I so know. many questions. What am I going to do? Yeah. There's not going to be a season
1: two. There's no reunion. <sighs> <laughs>
2: we'll just be left with the rest of your life just wondering the what, the, what of these princesses are Long I think that doing. we're going
1: to get invited to their wedding. Stefan <laughs> and Amanda's. That would be awesome. Yeah, <laughs> and then so we'll just, you know, be We're going to have a right promise there. ceremony like instead of an engagement party.
2: I promise that I'm going to be committed to you. Yes. <laughs> So what did you think about... This is the ultimate, ultimate that I have to talk about, is Ashley's apology, which is, like, in quotes, apology. Like, because it, it wasn't. It was very <gasps> smug, and there was a little bit of a chip on the shoulder. I thought towards the end of it, she did kind of give in and show, like, a real person being like, I'm mm-hmm. glad that Amanda acknowledged and said I'm sorry. Right. But then why does she have to make people say that they're sorry when they shouldn't be sorry? Like, I just it, it just... Ashley, I just don't get it. I, I, these past, sorry, not sorry. <laughs> hashtag, I don't get it. Like Our Ashley, don't care. Ashley's last few episodes, I just don't, I just don't know where where she's coming from anymore. Like, I just don't understand her as a person.
3: I think she's fed up. She's on the defense. So. Yeah.
2: I mean, she feels really wronged, and I understand mm-hmm. feeling really wronged by someone, but she's she's playing the victim always. Always a victim.
1: I have to say, when she washes this back and she sees every single person be emotional, vulnerable, real, relatable. They were not being real. Some <laughs> of them, think I think,
2: they, they were being real. I thought
1: pieces. everyone but Ashley was real. No, there were some. those were backhanded apologies. It was like... It, it, Everybody it said something that they
3: did wrong. Did Ashley say something she did wrong? I honestly, no. I, I have to say, I did tune out a little bit because it was getting a little bit too much with the tears. Okay, I, the, I'll give you that. It, it was a lot. I'll give
1: you that. But, but I my, can't dissect everybody's, like, apology. Well, my point is, I think I I was really going for it. I was bonding with each girl and what they were saying. And then I got to Ashley, and I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I,
2: I knew that. they girl? were build, They were building up to that yeah. cause everyone was being, she like, was super sincere, one. super so sincere. So I think when horror, she watches
1: like, that, she has to listen to the words she chose and the way that she was like, I am happy for my life. I'm like the part not of her. Sorry. Okay, sorry, not sorry. You yeah. have that girl to the end. We have Casey mean, she's number two so, over here. Not sorry. Well, she should be.
2: It just, just the, in my the question. It was just like the question that came up for me was like, just why is Ashley putting people in places where they need to apologize? I don't well,
3: know. Okay, well, let me ask. Let me ask you this. Going back to what they were saying, they didn't put her in the hospital, so she didn't put them in a place to apologize. They took that upon themselves. But to, she was though,
2: because she was saying it was their fault that she had to hitchhike in the first place. Then,
3: as an adult, I'm going to say, no, it was not. I am not apologizing for that.
2: Hmm. Yeah.
3: Just taking words that they said earlier about you know. But it
2: seemed it like applies. they were also trying to mend the fences with her and and they <laughs> apolo- apologize for something, even though they, they did not necessarily what sorry. they were.
1: And if you don't feel like you did anything wrong, don't apologize.
2: But I think they wanted to keep
1: but Amanda the didn't. friendship. I mean she I did because friends. she said a few you, you know she basically was like I am not going to say sorry for something that I didn't do because I don't feel like i did anything wrong to you but then she said if you feel as if I did and I'm you're hurt then I'm sorry for that
2: And I <laughs> think that's-, that's
3: what they all should have said but you don't be a- that's why it's fake it's like if you're apologizing just to be ap- to say face and make yourself look good
2: I the only don't w- do the it. one that I felt was the super I think the one that rang most true for me was Joey's apology because yes. she didn't exactly apologize. She was like, "I'm very happy with my business and this for this deadline my dad has given me. Right. And for this that happened between me and Ashley, I'm I don't know why how it went wrong, but I'm sorry it did and it's just it is what it is." And I was like, "That's commendable." Like that's a real person saying a real adult being like it happened right. and it happened and like I'm sorry
1: and we will acknowledge I mean every single person what they're going through I mean when Joey I mean I feel for her the girl's getting kicked out of her house but when it got to Ashley that is the worst thing I can imagine the that's girl can't question talk. the stroke I mean go you you I would never have known you went through all this so you've surpassed mountains to get to where you are and that's yeah. commendable yeah. what's well, your question
2: where does Joey live I
1: mean I think, she'll, moved to the c- I think
2: she'll move to the city I think she'll move I really I don't do. think so.
1: What am I going to do? But that's but
2: that's where her. How's like, she going to afford that? That's where that? her brand building is. I mean, you could. There's a million affordable places in the city within like Queens or Brooklyn. I mean, there's a lot of more affordable We're places. Brooklyn. Yeah, not just like Manhattan. She didn't have to live in Manhattan.
3: Okay. Gosh, we've invested so much time. I know. I'm feeling I know. really let down.
2: Also, thank you for investing time with us. And thank go to you. iTunes and download us. Give us five stars. We would love, love, love. Thank you for listening and yeah i I don't know if there'll be another season I highly doubt it do you have any last any gossip news or gossip anybody no uh
1: news no. or gossip crickets Crickets.
2: <laughs> that's what it's been all season I, yeah, I think I that's I think that's part of the reason why they're just they're just not going to be another season because there's nothing that's driving these girls it's to be dull. still be interested for in people to be interested in them
1: do you yeah. think that part of it is i mean with the exception of They drink hanky and kiss them it that they're not doing anything Mm -hmm. but sitting around their house I mean there's not a whole lot going on (laughs) with these ladies lives I mean
2: and if you look at other reality shows we we were talking about City Girl Diaries on Style Network like these women have actual jobs and I know that they're much they're higher in age than these girls who are still making it but I mean like look at people like us who are 20 somethings, 30 somethings, whatever but we still have jobs and are supporting ourselves and these girls are just like fighting to be fighting and it it just there's nothing that's driving this show
3: right yeah I mean there were two really solid episodes and I think they should have flipped the table last week to get this show a second season I'm like
2: if they're gonna overly produce it then let's produce it like get these producers in here to make these girls do something because everything I feel like so many of those confessional moments were so planned and staged
3: yeah there's just nothing real
2: and organic about people you know really fighting it was just weird
3: No, it was just, like, catty girls and sounding like chicken heads and back and forth. Yeah. Too much. Like,
2: I feel like this show should have been, like, a Wii or something, not Bravo. Like, Bravo should have saved it for (laughs) somebody else, you know? He's some good shows. They do. I'm I'm not knocking them, but there's, like, a certain level with, like, a Bravo reality show. I don't know. And these girls just weren't like Bravo for me.
3: You know, Bravo should have did Princesses, Los Angeles. Exactly. That's the problem. I, but in I, the I, valley, like a bunch of girls you, like living in the thing, valley. Do you
2: think that? The, do you think that they'll continue maybe a franchise of
1: princesses? I don't know. These girls didn't leave much. Yeah. I mean, it depends on if there's like a whole other, you know, Jewish community or whatever it would be that's the religion-based.
2: Yeah, exactly. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in and watching thank us. You. We will see you on some other shows, I hope, and tune in and follow all of us. But I'm Jake Dupree, and you can find me on Twitter at Jake underscore Dupree, and on Instagram at Jake Dupree.
3: I'm Fenia Thomas, and you can find me on Facebook,
1: Instagram, and Twitter at Phinea Thomas. And I'm Cassidy Guard. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Cassidy Guard. Thank you, guys.